This week's episode is brought to you by Free Speech TV. On television, the internet, and radio, Free Speech TV inspires viewers to become civically engaged to build a more just, equitable, and sustainable society. For more information, visit freespeech.org. That's freespeech.org. City weather intoxicates me with its sunny afternoons. Hello and welcome to the Denver Diatribe, a weekly podcast of news, culture, and stuff as it pertains to Denver, Colorado, the most confectionary city between Las Vegas and Canterbury. Today we're going to talk about stuff. Who knows? Why tantalize you with topics when we can lead you on with wonder? <laughs> I'm Josh in the studio at the Five Points Media Center. With me today are co-hosts Ron and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. Hello, Josh. Good morning, really Josh. Really excited to, to uh, talk about stuff. Yeah. Uh, topical topics. Yeah, we're going to yeah. see how long we can banter. We're going to push the banter <laughs> barriers today. Um, and we'll explain what I mean. I'll explain what I mean in a second, I promise. I won't leave you entirely in the dark. <laughs> um, but first, we do have a few announcements. We are on February 29th, which is Leap Day. Um, and that's a, what is that? Is that a Wednesday? Wednesday. We have Wednesday at the um, Denver Film Center. We're going to be doing a live taping starting at 7 p.m. And if you have never been to the Denver Film Center, it's definitely a wonderful place to go. And that's in uh, cahoots with the Onions AV Club. Mm-hmm. And, so, priest, and uh, our friends here. And our friends studio. here. Right, right. And our friends here. Um, another announcement. Book of Mormon tickets are going on sale Sunday. Hey, I was going to use that as my, as my love. Well, you still uh, I guess it's not really a good love. It's just a, an announcement. But okay, yeah. You can love it. And um, yeah. a street sweeping starts again April 1st. Uh, you can never be reminded too early about <laughs> that shit. Yeah, what's, we need to post a link to that app that warns you about the street sweeping. Yeah, They've right. Got some sort of city app that'll do it. We right. Get that ready for you um, by, by April Fool's. So, you know, and it's, and it's definitely not the Republicans' fault, but if you listened last week, we kind of went went on a little bit of a banter about re- whether or not Republicans are funnier than Democrats or vice versa. Um, and I posed the idea that Democrats are funnier. Like, well, name, you said... You, no, name a, name no a, you didn't say that they're you, funny. You just said Republicans aren't <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, so we, I, I set out to find a, a funny Republican. And in fact, I did find some funny Republicans, but... Because of uh, the Colorado legislature starting and busy schedules and what and I also scared. perceive in some cases as flaking. Yeah, uh, and fear. And fear. There was some fear. There was definitely lots of questions like, I'm not going to be your straw man. Yeah, I'm not going to be I'm your not going to come on just to be the token Republican that you can beat on. Token sure. effi- effigy yeah. <laughs> that we can burn. But um, <laughs> so that, that, fe- that sadly fell through. But we're, we are still going to... We're working Spend on. It. We're gonna make even more inappropriate amount of time <laughs> on on my obsession. But we do have <laughs> a, a caller here who um who who wanted to to chime in on the topic. So let's take a listen. Hey, this is Peter Marcus, reporter with the Colorado Statesman. And if the question is who's funnier, Republicans or Democrats, it's no contest for me. It's Republicans. And I say that as somebody who interviews a lot of lawmakers and a lot of policy groups and interest groups on both sides of the aisle, just as much equally. And uh, while the Republican humor is often snarky 
and a bit cynical and sometimes, if not all the time, partisan. There's a certain sense of humor to it, an undertone to it, um, that it makes it humorous. That, you know, they'll, they'll get the other side by pointing out a flaw, but then add a piece of humor to it. Whereas when I talk to Democrats and liberals about these things, it's a lot more dryness and seriousness and almost uh, an offense to a certain degree. If you ask tough questions, especially partisan-type questions, they get defensive, I find, and can be very serious in their answers. Just an observation of one reporter. I hope I didn't piss too many people off and they're not going to return my phone calls tomorrow because I do have a lot of Democrats to talk to. But, um, <laughs> hey, just one, one reporter's opinion. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was. Well, I think we have to back up for just a minute here, too, and, and remember the context that we were talking in last week, which was about the presidential candidates and specifically what was happening last week with Colbert coming out and announcing his, uh, you know, exploratory committee. And and I think that's, you know, we kind of used it as a launching point and then and then went there and, and Josh, you made your statement. But um, I think for a lot of us would probably, you know, it's it's not that we think one group is funnier than the other or probably agree that Republicans are in general, you know, can have have more of a sense of humor when they're talking to you one on one. It's just that this particular Republican primary does not have a sense of humor. Yeah. No. Well, what they what they. <laughs> yeah. Josh is now holding back as best as he can. I am. <laughs> you did an awesome job of putting yourself out there last week. I got excited when I heard you on the air. I was listening. I was down in New Mexico, and and I was I was stoked that you were willing to go there. We do I, have to. I disagreed, but I was happy you went there. You disagreed. I do want to footnote real real quick that John Dicker, a former co-host here at, at Never Die Tribe, originally he brought this idea up. He posited the question one time. He posited the question. Right. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. are Republicans funnier than Democrats or vice versa? Well, he he straight out claims also as as do I, and I, I think that I think that um not all right. So I'm learning that Repu it's not that Republicans aren't funny, <laughs> but what I think I think is is that there may be a truly liberal bias in the entertainment industry, so we see more. Liberals, I I agree for sure. I I completely agree. I mean, I was because I because when we were discussing this before, um, when we were planning the show, I talked about you know there's the blue comedy, uh, the blue collar comedy tour. Those guys are you know, ostensibly conservative. Are they? Because I think they're apolitical. Apolitical. Uh, I've never uh, seen them. I think it was, I think general. They, they appeal to a republic to a more conservative audience. Okay, but I mean you're judging them by their audiences. I think we're also talking about, I mean, we're going to be, we're going to think that people come from our own point of view and our own worldview are funny. We're just going to relate to the humor more. We're going to be able to get something more. Well, that's more. true. So that, but, there's right, a bias a, there. All right. Other than the, um, you know, redneck comedy hour, which, well, I, it, which I, t all right, I'll give you that. Fine. <laughs> but they're not, it's not political humor. In the, in the entertainment industry or in politics? Because in politics, I think, I think Bob Dole and Mike Huckabee as presidential candidates were hilarious. Sure. Especially... They especially got funny once the pressure of being president was off of them. I right, think right, I right. think anybody I mean by just, doing Viagra commercials. Viagra commercials. I mean Mike Huckabee could have had his own reality TV show. The guy was so funny. They were they were discussing having him on television because he was so amusing. Right. I I think I, I'm trying to imagine, I'm trying to empathize with the pressure of being president and how you have to present yourself. Um to the entire nation of people that have very different views and very different senses of humor. And, hey, God, we need, like, 
Dr. Pete on the show again. We need to have our humor code. Well, he's expert. the one who talked about it I don't, when Dicker brought it up. Yeah. And he 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 kind of dodged a, it. All right, here's a question. Here's a question. Let's let's make, to get the partisan issue out of it. Name a president who has who in who isn't funny. Who isn't, isn't funny? Yeah, I think that I think that the, the, like being funny is is a key component of electability that we never really bring up. I, I think Clinton was funny. Yeah. Clinton Obama's was funny. Obama's Bush funny. Definitely funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. He was. He yeah. was. I mean, we don't maybe don't want him to be president, but you know, kick back with in the ranch with a few beers after ripping out some brush or whatever. And <laughs> and I'm sure he's a hook. Some cactus. <laughs> no, you know how he's always down there. No, yeah, yeah. Clearing yeah. brush. <laughs> maybe maybe uh George uh, George Senior or not not senior, but uh George one. Uh yeah, you're which right. Which is why he didn't get reelected. I think that he, he could was, be funny, but it was at his expense. You know, like pu- puking in the Japanese prime minister. <laughs> like, <laughs> hilarious. Well, and I he, mean, if he threw in a fart, he did have, he one, of the, like he did have one of the funniest <laughs> vice presidents ever. Dan Quell. Dan Quell. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Just, just perfect. Right. I think, yeah, I think that if I was running a presidential campaign, I'd be like, all right, we're going to we're going to need a, a, an advisor for comedy. Well, this is. Yeah. We're now we're now delving into the territory of that Robin Williams movie where he's he's a comedian that runs for president. We, oh, right, we, right, we right. got to get clips of that. Right. We got to listen to that. Okay, let's All move right. on to our next topic. We're we're gonna discuss, is, we're gonna discuss that again. This yeah, is, this, this is, is gonna I come back. I have a feeling it's not. I gonna hope die. you like this, folks, because yeah, it's coming yeah, back. It's, it's an election year. We can do that. Right. Um. So yesterday, what happened was Trader Joe's. The long. I mean, next to IKEA, most like. Coming, <laughs> Jesus! It's next, like, I think H and M was the next. H and M, yeah. but H and M sort of slipped in under the radar a little bit. For I mean, for what? Uh, who cares about H and M? You know, I know it's important to some people, but in terms of broad appeal of common folk like me, <laughs> Trader Joe's and IKEA. I mean, Trader Joe's. People have been talking like, why don't we have a fucking Trader Joe's? Yeah. Why isn't there a Trader Joe's? Oh, I just went to California, Facebook and my God, I'm gonna move like... there for Trader Joe's. <laughs> that two buck chuck, I can't get enough of it. I brought back a case. <laughs> but um, anyway, they filed with the uh, registered their name with the Secretary of State, which led all this Trader Joe's is coming stuff. And we and we heard a little bit more this morning in the news. The uh, three stores in Colorado to start 15 uh, stores here within five years and 25 within uh, seven to eight years. We do hope that satiates our Trader <laughs> Joe <laughs> needs 20. My question Trader is Joe's. the reason that they have held back for so long. And I've. I've there's been speculation about this, but I think it's fairly verified now, because at least in the, uh, I think it was Denver Post I read it in this morning, is because of Colorado's liquor laws. If you're if you're a, yep. if you're a um, if you're a uh, <laughs> a grocery store, grocery or a convenience store, store. <laughs> that's what it would be. <laughs> you can only sell more than uh, you can only sell you sell near beer. You can sell near beer in all your stores. Three, three, right. Point, but three if you want to sell real adult beverages, like two buck chuck, like two buck which chuck, which is what they're known. You can only for. do it in one store. Right. Right. So which where, who's going to get it? Denver for sure. I think. Really? Jared thinks Boulder, but yeah. Jared thinks no. Boulder. Jared Bol- thinks. I think getting... Boulder will get it. Boulder's going to get the first store, and they're going to get the one that has booze. And the 29th Street. But I, Mall, I right. actually, I actually think that Trader Joe's is moving in because the conversation about um, li- the liquor laws changing here in Colorado is so right on the verge of letting grocery stores and convenience stores sell full strength. Do they? Booze. Do you think? Do they have lobbyists? Do you th- of course they do. Yes. yes. But do you th- of course they do right. But but do you think that they them them moving here will have enough sway to tip the scales? 
I, I don't know if it'll have enough sway to tip the scales, but I do definitely think it's affecting their decision. I think they believe that we're going to let that ride, that we're going to let it happen, that we're going to change our liquor laws here in Colorado, and then they'll be opened up, and they'll already be established and set. That's right. a lot to bank. I mean, there's so many, uh, you know, the interest right now with the craft brewing industry being in the middle of all of that. I, I, I mean, that's a big gamble. It's a huge gamble, a, and it scares the crap out of me. I don't want it to happen. I know, I know our really? libertarian friends don't want the, want, they want full strength booze. Uh, they want full strength beer in liquor in grocery stores and not just liquor stores, but I do not. You think you, it's going to run out small businesses? It's going to, because it's going to kill the small business. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to kill all those craft breweries because if you're a grocery store, you have to buy things in bulk. You have to have very consistent delivery of a product all the time. And you're also going to be able to sell everything at a cheaper price, at a more affordable price than the small little liquor store. Sure. Liquor stores are not going to be able to compete. So yeah, this is going to become gonna, a war right, between no, I, craft brewing it's, and Trader it's, Joe's. It's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, but you I know, like you know, and I, and I, and I, t I tend to agree with you, but, but, um, I, I wonder, you know, the consumer, the drinking consumer like myself, like me, yeah, like all, the, all, all of us, all right, all of us, drunks. Um, it's I don't I don't stock up like I'll go grocery shopping for the week, but I don't buy my booze for the week. It's it's always like I want Josh, whiskey because right now. you can't buy yourself booze for the week. I mean, it's not possible. You just drink it all. That, exactly. So <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to and, and you would st I think you would still go to the where what's closest. No, yeah, yeah you would still you would out. still yeah. go to what's closest. What I'm saying is I don't know if the little guys, the little craft brewers who can only sell I mean, like Renegade uh, Brewery is coming out. They're they're coming out with their little brand. I don't know that they would be able to get themselves in a grocery in a they could put themselves in a liquor store, but I don't think they can compete with the lower prices of the bigger crafts like New Belgium right. and and uh, Breckenridge Brewery because the grocery stores are going to be selling those so much cheaper. Right. What it's going to do is kill off the beer diversity of Colorado. Mm -hmm. There. The only the really good ones are going to be able to stick around. The ones that have really strong distribution. Uh, that's my theory anyway. Ari Armstrong, the the staunch libertarian, um, he would he would completely disagree. He's saying that we're we're holding back the free market. But I, I mean, I don't I don't know. It's it's, it's a good question. It is. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. Did you have something I, no? I just think that to, I mean that Trader Joe's. I just want to know like what else we we're all talking about if if it's all hinging on alcohol. And I mean, I'm kind of like, meh, I don't like the, the whole Trader Joe's hysteria that's that, you know, everybody is so in love with this place. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in New Mexico to uh -huh. the Trader Joe's in yep. Santa Fe and I'm I, I don't get it. No. Besides the two buck See, truck, I don't been. get why it's so good. And it's, in fact, their produce kind of sucks. Well, how, does See, it, how would you how would you differentiate it from, say, because uh, I have never been. And so pretend I've never been because it's true. How it, what's different than Sunflower? I love it's small, sunflower. It's a smaller version of sunflower. Oh, it's, it's smaller. It's more like wild oats used to be. It's like cheap wild oats. Okay. I don't I, see. I don't see a major difference between it. Uh, go ahead. I Kudian. think it's like a, a hybrid between the vitamin cottage and sunflower market. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like vitamin cottage with the the like packaged products and then like sunflower produce and without right. vitamins. And and yeah, <laughs> like the the huge. You know, <laughs> 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 right. Hence the vitamin cottage name. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, and and it's the two buck chuck, which is now like three buck chuck or four buck chuck, because yeah. the price keeps going up. And it's like that they had they used to have these amazing sourdough bagels, and, and they had their own custom bakeries. But I don't personally. I'm not. I don't care about it. And I'm I'm kind of sad. I have no reason to travel anymore.
all these special places travel, that I would go. Uh, I would yeah. still go anyway, but I'm saying all these cool places that I would go visit when I went somewhere else, I don't have. Ikea I'm happy about because <laughs> I'd go somewhere and we'd spend the whole freaking day at Ikea traveling somewhere. But You could spend a weekend and they wouldn't notice. But Trader Joe's was like the like special bed treat. And in and out would be the special treat. When you come to Colorado, it's Sunflower Market. It's good times. It's those little quirky chains that we have here that nobody sure. else has, illegal peats. So sure. keep them. I don't... This is a situation where globalization is not necessary. Yeah, I'd rather see a, a market, like a, a, a year-long farmer's market. I'd rather go somewhere where I can buy local eggs and, and That's what milk I'm interested off in. the It's shelf. coming. It's coming. I'm there interested is, in I just the produce. Really? I'll have to find out. I'll, we'll yeah. talk about that later. All right. Um, I, do, <laughs> I, have a, I have a third topic here written down, and it really doesn't... Um, I don't know if that warrants any discussion. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it, but it's, what? <laughs> Let's talk about it then. It's it's um um it's one of those it's, days, cor- it's corpses 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 and, and I'm not talking the Walking Dead I'm talking the real dead okay the, the inanimate right. dead the 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 two guys who um went on a spending spree what was it this summer with their dead buddy yeah their weekend at Bernie's their like, weekend at like Bernie's, weekend weekend at Bernie's. right yeah yeah they went to Shotgun Willie's. So, so they think dude's passed out, right? And and they take his ATM, and he has more money. And there's uh-huh. there's a lot. There's a backstory here that I forget about that involves. Wait, they thought he was passed out. They thought he was passed out when he was I, dead. That's what they say. That's, that's what they, they say. say. Yeah, that no, is what okay. they say. But you know, okay. But th- what they say is they thought he was passed out when they realized he was dead. They just dropped him off at home and went back out. Right. Uh. With his ATM. You and know, continued using and his continued money. Continued using his money. <laughs> and um, yeah. So yesterday they pl- pled guilty to as, that to that story that we I just told. As well they should. As well they should. <laughs> Thank goodness. As well they should. You so know. Um, what do they get charged with? Well, there was like identity ATM? theft. Okay. Um, I th- I don't know misuse of a corpse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is there's got to be a law it's about like, how like you a, handle a corpse? Uh, and <laughs> indec- a public indecency law. Yeah, it reminds or, me. Oh, maybe you, not no informing. No nudity or deadness. Have you ever not, seen not the, informing the police? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen the Perry Farrell movie, The Gift? It's no. it's the it's the making of Ritual de lo Habitual, but it's he comes home and he finds his his real life girlfriend who does these beautiful art sculptures. He finds her OD'd and dead, but okay. he doesn't want her to be found this way. So he builds a shrine with flowers and presents her, and then calls the cops, and they arrest him. So it makes me think of that. But the Fort mm. Collins, we all heard about what happened in Fort Collins. No, well, no. This guy is uh, a, a father. Okay. Turns up missing. Why do they always say turn up missing? Because you don't turn up. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and they find his car in the movie theater parking lot. And they're like, oh. So they search everywhere. And they tell the movie theater, we're looking for this guy. He's missing. Yeah. Five days later, they find him dead in a bathroom. In the movie theater. In the movie theater. In the movie theater. It was one of those family bathrooms. <laughs> you know what I mean? That they uh, call the family bathroom, so like mom and dad and kid can all go shit together. Right. He was, and he was dead. He had a heart attack. He slumped. So it. he snuck into the handicapped slash family bathroom, right. being a jerk, jerkwad, locked right. himself in, and right. then died. S- died and stayed there. But the movie theater had been like was notified like four or five days earlier and didn't find him in their theater. Why they, aren't they cleaning their bathrooms more often? That is the same reason they're not it cleaning came the floor. Out, it came out a couple days later. They couldn't find the key. Oh, it was locked. Well, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, that makes sense. The bathroom was locked because he locked himself in there. But wouldn't you, if you found the locked bathroom, you'd say, hmm. 
And we're looking for a dead guy. And we're looking looking for for a dead guy. And what's that corpsey smell? (laughs) That is how they found him. They finally found him because of the smell. That is so... Isn't that Did anybody change the nacho cheese today? What is that smell? (laughs) What is that? I mean, are you serious? I'm dead serious. No pun intended. (laughs) And I really mean I didn't intend that. So how did the the corpse guys, they didn't call the cops. How did that guy get found? How did their friend get found? Because they didn't call the cops to tell him that he was dead. That is a good question. I don't know. Does anybody know? Did Did they like... Finish their party. They, they partied themselves yeah, then out, they call and the then cops. they called the cops and said, "Hey, our buddy died." Oh, I think right. that was the case. I can't. I'm not totally sure. I remember reading the story following it because it was so outrageous this summer that, like, yeah, I think that they like woke up the next day or the day after, and like felt guilty. I'd rather be the guy whose <laughs> friends went out on his card <laughs> than the guy who's dead in a movie theater bathroom for five days. I agree. Rotting. I agree. Yeah, at least my uh, I'd my rather be the corpse at the strip bar. At least you on died having. Just make sure you write that on your will. Right. <laughs> we can go party after. I yeah. will. <laughs> if I die during fun please. activities, yeah, I want a weekend at Bernie's keep it theme. Going. Please take my cards to Shotgun Willie's. That's right. <laughs> and Shotgun Willie's actually put on their sign outside. Like, and this is how I was like, "What's that mean?" Like, uh, corpse free since. Corpse free since <laughs> 2011. When, it, when this happened, yeah, corpse free or or no, it was like corpse get in free. That's oh, that's what it was. Their sign oh, and and the the independent theater in Fort Collins, uh, Lyric Cinema, put on their sign outside, uh, corpse free since 2011. Four, I think is what I think when they opened. Oh my god! Uh, all right, <laughs> so let's move on to love and hate before deep. we got to get out of here. Oh my uh, what do you love this week or hate this week, Vanessa? Um, well, <clears throat> since you took my uh, my love for the Book of Mormon, um, I'll give some love to um, I'm not even the Terminal Street Kings uh, who are doing a giant graffiti piece right now at City Hall for DIA. So loving the fact that DIA is going to bring some um, graph into the airport, especially in light of all of the, uh, you know, uh, all of their art woes. So that's my love. The, wait, wait, their the art woes? Yeah, DIA. Oh, uh, why well, is it? Have they cleared this with the Illuminati? They love the taggers I, cleared their art with the Illuminati. <laughs> right, yeah, no, I. it's not, I, they pose it off as woes. They're so excited that their artwork gets discussed so much. Amen. I think they love it. I, I, so I You know, officially, if you go and call in to Denver International Airport and you listen to their little hold messages, yeah. it talks about, the, all the conspiracies and and sort of debunks it on the message. Shut up! Really? It does. It really does. It, Jared and I have learned far too much about this stuff. But anyway, uh, it caught. It sort of debunks it. But I they keep bringing it up. It's it like is. it's not true. Stop talking about that. But here's one reason why it's not true. Right. <laughs> I I think they love it. But yeah, I guess yeah, it's good. More, maybe more maybe art. they think yeah. that by <laughs> having the quote unquote lowbrow <clears throat> street art will be controversial. Something. Somebody's gonna say something about Someone it. Someone will. Yeah. yeah. Like. Okay. Ron. Um. I'm going to love, and this is this is a little backwards love. I'm gonna love on those absolutely awful uh, meth billboards that are around town. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're yeah. they're everywhere. I I mentioned something about them on Twitter yesterday uh, through our Denver Diatribe account, and I, I this is the first time Denver Diatribe's ever had listeners and and followers on twitter like coming and asking us for help (laughs) somebody asked us they were like please help us get rid of those billboards denver diatribe can you do something about it i i'm gonna love on them though because apparently this year 
the the fashion trend for the year is to look like a meth a, head. A, look like a meth head. Yeah. yeah, to look like you look like you you just woke up from really crazy druggy sex. Um, it's like me every so, day. I think so that's been I'm, the trend for yeah. It is like trash every day. That's well, it's it's the trend <laughs> in in Lodo, but it, to look like that by the end of the night anyway. Sure. <laughs> That, so they're, they're saying it's the you need to look like the going home look versus the going out look. That's that's what's in. And so Denver, having these billboards up, we have been preparing ourselves for this coming fashion trend for a couple years now. We've been getting ready by having these fine, beautiful examples of what you're supposed to it's look like. It's as if we have Calvin Klein billboards. It's, as, it's like, a ki- <laughs> yes, those are now Calvin Klein. It's like they're Calvin Klein billboards now. Right. So yeah, I, With I a little walking the meth head is the new, the new Marky Mark in the boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just got to love on them because they are the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I love that somebody cares so much that they're willing to try that hard your, your meth, and still fail. Your meth fashion sort of dovetails into my love this week. Which is? Which, bring it. I'm going to love Mondo. Mondo, you know, Project Runway Mondo. Yes, I just thought about the the bumper sticker that I have that says, I love Mondo, though. Oh, you do? Oh, no, it says, I know Mondo. I thought you were talking about Fort Collins No, no, not Fort Collins Mondo. Mondo. uh, Former bartender, now. uh, Project Runway Mondo. Project Runway Mondo. Because I I went to the beauty bar last night for the first time ever for ladies stand-up. And um, he had his viewing party because he's now in the All-Stars Project Runway. And I got sucked into the season. I don't know why. It's semi-embarrassing. The Project Runway season when Mondo was in the running and should have won. Oh, yeah, it was great. He was the most talented by far, and everybody said it, um, and didn't because his his fashion isn't um, rack rackable. Right. Uh, you know, it's, not, yeah, it's, it's too it's fashionable. M- it's mm-hmm. too hot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot couture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, any case, he does a viewing party for the Project Runway All-Stars. It's free, um, but a suggested donation to the uh, Colorado AIDS Project. Um, on Thursdays, doors at seven. Show starts or doors at six. Show at seven. And any, Wait, any no, where, where, where? Beauty bar, Beauty bar. on thirteen. He did Beauty. this during uh, Project Runway as well. He did right. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go. I can't go next week, but the following week, and I'm gonna try to get him on the show. Sweet. Oh, that would be great. Uh, we, we would love to have Mondo yeah. on the yeah. show. So thanks for repping. And we Denver, get first Mondo. dibs since we're here right now, and you're announcing that. So if Jared and Joel want to come on, mm-mm. that's right. Ron that's right. Me. That's right. Well, that's all the love and hate we have for this week. If you have something to say about today's topics, which I'm sure you do, or would like to share a little of your own love and hate, please leave us a brief message at 720-282-YELL. That's 720-282-9355. Each week, we'll pick our favorite messages and play them on the show. Um, Don't forget, February 29th, we're going to be taping live at the Denver Film Center Please do come to that. Our theme music is by the band Houses off their summer EP. You can subscribe to the Denver Diatribe podcast on iTunes and Google Listen. And say hello to us on Facebook or Twitter at Denver Diatribe. For more information, check out our website, denverdiatribe.com. I'm Josh. On behalf of my co-host, Ron and Vanessa, thanks for listening. That's why I'm saying, oh, Queen City.